0: comic books have taken over the mainstream, where the geeks inherited the earth, where the nerds have taken over the turf, Ah, from the TV screens and movie scenes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to a brand new issue of the Comic Section Podcast, issue number 206. I'm your host, Jason, alongside my co-host... Rigel! Rigel! Uh, What's going on, man? Man, it's been it's been a pretty good week. Yeah. It's been
1: a solid start to the new year. True. Uh, I've been playing a ton of God of War. Okay, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. The new yeah, one yeah. that came out. Right. Uh, the, the country's falling apart. Yes, <laughs> there you go.
0: Well, you know. <laughs> the america's going to america right uh
1: really really this is a this is a new level of petty though let's, uh, let's be real here yeah
0: yeah yeah i feel you i feel you on that one yeah man well yeah same here man uh new year uh trying to get used to writing 2023 now so that's something that i gotta get used to that you know when you're you know dating stuff and
1: 2022 was so natural it was right yeah.
0: and it's like oh i gotta now i gotta make the three you know what I'm saying like, uh, i I don't know, I don't know i right now, I, I just gotta get used to it, you know what I'm saying, um but yeah, other than that though man it's uh a lot of stuff been happening like you were saying with uh, a lot of craziness that's happened on in <laughs> in this country that we that we live in uh, shout out to our international listeners out there. I'm yes. sure you've probably seen some stuff. I'm sure we're always on the news, man I feel we're, like yeah, I feel like we're like you know to all the other countries in the world they were kind of like oh man what's going on in america we're we're like the tmz right aren't we,
1: we yeah basically <laughs> at, at this point yeah
0: yeah right oh man but um it's like oh what are they going to do this week yeah, exactly let's find out what those americans are doing oh there they go uh,
1: they're drunk and shooting guns again there they
0: go yep right on time uh but yo but speaking of right on time man we uh if you follow us on social media, or if you follow me on social media, man, uh, we finally got those exclusive issue 200 pins in for all of our fans out there who's been uh, rocking with us since the beginning. And uh, they are now available. So, you know, definitely got a lot of love from them. And uh, you're currently rocking I am. your uh, exclusive comic section issue 200 pin right there you know what i'm saying put it right in the
1: uh the eye hole of my tim shower skull yeah to show it off and oh it's fine i'm gonna take some selfies with this oh yeah nah yeah. It,
0: is, it looks really really good so i'm just hopefully enticing all of our listeners out there if you want one for yourself man head on over because again we're only we only have 200 you know what i'm saying so it's exclusive to celebrate our 200 issues slash episodes so make sure you all head over to the comic section network.com and get them while you can they're only ten dollars and uh yeah so you know
1: you, you act fast you say there's only 200 i have one of them there's only
0: 199. oh now yeah 199 so you, that's you get, true get, yeah get on it get on <laughs> it's it. already counting down man i don't know what y'all doing but y'all need to hurry up and do it uh but other than that though man yeah it's just been uh very very uh, exciting week, man. It's very exciting week. Got a lot of big stuff that's happening, and uh, but hopefully all of our listeners out there, hopefully your uh, first couple of days of the new year has been has been great. You know, I ain't gonna lie, yeah. I went I went to the gym the other day, and I was like, you know what, I'm not going on the first day, of you know the new year because it's usually pretty uh, swamped. I
1: made the mistake of taking my dog out for a walk on New Year's Day, uh-huh. and I had seen people who I know in my... I've been walking my dog basically every single day yeah. like the past year. Uh-huh. I, there are some people that I saw walking out and about on yeah. New Year's Day I've never seen on the streets uh-huh.
0: before. Like, it's like, I see you. I'm yeah. glad you're committing to no. the improvement, but exactly. I see... I know what you're about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we'll see how long this lasts. Hopefully, you know, I say this... and. I know a lot of gym people who go to the gym, and they see all the new people come in, and they might feel frustrated. Like, oh, here we go, everything. I'm like, but no, nah, it's a good thing. It is, but let's see if they, you know, they last. But I'm hoping because usually it'd be like maybe a month and a half later, it starts to kind of dwindle down. So, like the people you see walking out there, you, you know, you might see them again for another. Couple of yeah. weeks, give or take. But hopefully y'all continue this, man. I'm like I said, man, I'm all about staying active, man. I feel mm-hmm. like that helps a lot of people. Helps my mental health big time. Oh yeah. You know I mean, so but uh but yeah, man. But other than that, man, after we kind of chopped it up a little bit, are you ready to go ahead and jump into these breaking news headlines, Rigel? Oh, oh, you know it. All, all right. right. Let's get into it. All right, y'all. Breaking news headlines, and unfortunately, we have to report On another fallen icon, man, right at the top of the year. And this is very prominent right here. Barbara Walters. The Barbara Walters, man. The pioneering TV journalist who's been interviewing people for decades upon decades. Yeah. Passed away at the age of 93. I mean, one of the most, if not the most prominent figure in broadcasting and of course it's you know it's very relative because hey man like what we do right now man she opened the door for you know what man? Yeah. absolutely so i mean i just remember you know everything from all of the news reports i mean obviously nbc's today show i mean obviously she abc's 2020 i mean all the things that she's done since the early 60s she was a huge cultural icon yeah
1: and uh yeah she was like yeah very very famous for like even if you didn't actually like see any of the interviews that she did yeah uh you heard of her and you knew of her in some way shape or form right um yeah no when i saw that she passed i was uh, i wasn't devastated but i was mm-hmm. like wow that yeah. is that that's an institution
0: gone right right there absolutely and you know at 93, I didn't even know she was that old. Yeah. Uh, but I'm like, oh well, I guess it makes sense because every time I would always see her, she always looked like she was, you know, up in that age, like around I always thought she was just in the 60s for like t- two decades. She's been in the 60s. Mm-hmm. I'm like, but yeah, 93 years. And wow, like you said, man, what a legacy that she's left. Obviously, you know, her latest was uh, you know, hope uh debuting the shoe or the show The View. You know, that's like a lot of people's go to, especially, you know, a lot of, you know, moms who are at home uh, watching. I know like some of my mom loves to watch The View and everything like that. So, yeah, man, I mean, so many doors that she's opened. I mean, that's just a a teeny glimpse of all the things that she's done. But if you're in the world of broadcasting like we are, like I am, I mean, hey, I owe her, you know, so uh, definitely want to send a rest in peace to the late, great, iconic Barbara Walters.
1: May you be in heaven beating the crap out of Sean Connery right now. Because it was, it was during right. that interview yeah. with Sean Connery where he said, yeah, I'm okay with slapping a woman
0: back. It was yeah. like, um... Mm. Uh, uh, <laughs> oh my god! Want, yeah. <laughs> she was like, you want to repeat yourself? Yeah. Yeah. I just want to make sure she you realize yes. what you're saying to me and in front of the, the nation right now. <laughs> well, yes, yes, I, I do that, yes. But, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, all of the, I mean, many like the that interview many legendary interviews go on youtube have a ball i'm sure i mean there's so many barbara walter specials that people can go back and watch but hey man icon rest in peace and uh we will continue to carry on that torch mm. All right, so we'll go ahead and move right on along to another serious uh, note, but good. Uh, looks like there was good news with it, but uh, actor Jeremy Renner actually uh, thanks his fans for the support ahead of the uh, tragic accident involving that snowplow. Uh, for those who may not be familiar, Jeremy Renner was run over by a snowplow after getting off the equipment, and that happened just around New Year's. And it was very very scary. I didn't know how bad it was.
1: Yeah, no, he was like in the the ICU. And, yeah, uh, y- yeah, it was it was not looking good there for a second.
0: Right, right. And um, but yeah, man, it was. Oh man, after reading it. So basically, uh, the actor got his snow plow, which weighed at least fourteen thousand three hundred thirty pounds. And it, uh, I guess, apparently, like, started to roll and it uh. actually hit him while it was rolling. I guess he was getting out to speak to a family member, but it just kept going. And um, but thankfully, you know, he was able to Well, they were able to get him to the hospital. And I believe uh, the sheriff's office in that area actually said um, it was a tragic accident. Um, They're investigating any potential mechanical failures with the snow plow. An investigation is still ongoing, but Jeremy Renner himself went on Instagram, a photo of himself in the hospital bed that said, and I quote, thank you for all your kind words. I'm too messed up now to type, but I send love to you all. So Hawkeye going to be all right. Yep. You know what I'm saying? He's going to pull through. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that reminds me too, man. I remember man in game, Everybody thought Hawkeye was gonna be done. <laughs> Hawkeye, ain't... yo, you ain't just gonna kill Hawkeye, man. This Hawkeye is, out
1: here. This is gonna sound really um. Go <laughs> this ahead. Is gonna sound bad. Yeah. But during that <laughs> entire fight scene in Endgame, where like uh, Black Widow and Hawkeye were like wrestling with each other to yeah. see who would actually like go over the edge. Uh-huh. I, at that point, like I cared so less about either of their characters. I was like, oh, damn. I, I, whichever. <laughs> uh, honestly, no, don't say that, man. Honestly, don't say that but i i am i'm glad jeremy Renner is going to pull through yeah, um, yeah, i'm yeah. also glad we uh we live in a place where we don't have to worry about like 14,000 pound snow plows going through us. Like,
0: damn man. Yeesh. That's, you know, what equipment like that. I mean, hey, shout outs to everyone that that's able to handle equipment like that. They use it on a day to day basis. I always get nervous around big equipment like that. It's kind of like not saying that he didn't know what he was doing, because obviously he's done it. I mean, it's just like a freak accident. It happens. But it's like whenever I see people out there, you know. I guess using those big machines, but I always get a little nervous. Cause it's like, these are like, you were saying, these things are huge, like mm. big thousand pound machines. And one, like one small little slip up, then something tragic can happen. But thankfully, you know, uh, Jeremy is all right. And, uh, and he definitely got a lot of support from a lot of his Marvel, um, Family members, you know, like Chris Evans, uh, who else? Uh, Uh,
1: I saw James Gunn, James
0: Gunn, treated out, yeah. Uh, I believe Scarlett Johansson. I mean, so he's definitely, you know, you know, the MCU family going, you know, always show support to one another. So he definitely got a lot of support from them and, of course, from us. So, you know, just thankfully, he's all right, you know. So, uh, but yeah, man, hey, you can't kill Hawkeye. I don't care what y'all say. Y'all could hate on Hawkeye all you want Hawkeye is a survivor. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> he will not go quietly. No, it ain't happening. It ain't happening. But, uh, oh, but speaking of someone who will not go quietly, I got to bring this up, man. I know, Rigel, yep. we're here and, you know, it's just me and you. All right. It's just me and you today. All right. Well, this <laughs> so, always happened. Yeah. Whenever, whenever well, it is just me and you, there's always something. It's something exactly. Because, you know, you're that's your guy. That's that's yeah. your inner. That's your other you. You know what I'm saying? You know, you this is your character. This is someone this that is, you.
1: Yeah. This is my franchise. This this your is your
0: franchise.
1: This is what I do. Oh, boy.
0: So we got to talk about it, man. The Flash. Yes, that's right. I know the listeners out there who are listen to us before. I know y'all rolling y'all eyes right now. And all the new listeners out there are like, well, what's going on with The Flash? Some more stuff? Yes, apparently WB will be moving forward with Ezra Miller as The Flash. There was rumors that, hey, you know, he might might be out looks like he was gone but apparently WB is like all right, we're going to go ahead and keep on moving which I kind of figured because they already shot the movie but it is set to hit theaters on June 16th but sources told Variety that uh, Warner Brothers Discovery executives are still willing to work with Ezra Miller according to the report the fact that Miller has stayed out of trouble since they began mental health treatment last summer Um, they reopened the door to Miller appearing as The Flash again in the future so that's interesting because you know what's going on. I mean, James Gunn out here, you know, just doing, shaking things up. The Flash was always a interesting, like, uh, oh, what's going to happen? Because yeah. obviously they cut a few scenes out that we've heard. I guess it is confirmed. They cut a few scenes involving Henry Cavill and I believe Ben Affleck too, or no?
1: Yes, I did hear about that. Right. Uh, ben Affleck was yeah. a little bit from the movie as well.
0: So... But, uh, I mean, you're here. You know, this is this is your time. I'm really interested in hearing what you have to say because I know you were like, you know what? Let's not even make the movie after last week we were talking or the week before about, like, let's not even—let's just be done with The Flash. I mean, James Gunn's getting rid of a few of these headlining Snyder people. Just, yeah, just cancel it. Just cancel it. it, right? But it looks like it's still moving forward. And Ezra Miller, they've been apparently on good behavior since uh, all the uh, craziness of— 2022 and 2021 and involving them mm-hmm. but uh how do you feel about this are you um i'm looking at you right now you know you got the the thinking very, man yeah, pose prominent thinker pose right yeah now, yeah
1: which is fist I, on the chin mm-hmm.
0: scratching the beard okay all right okay. here we go all right
1: i'm trying to phrase this as eloquently as i can hey, without man. without going too far off the rails all right but uh i I'm not strong enough, folks. <laughs> Screw us, <from> Screw
0: <laughs> us, Screw
1: WB. Screw the executives. Ugh. Just, okay. 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 Let's let's back this up a little bit. All let's, right. Let's, let's back do it up. A, let's do a little recap. All right. Okay. okay. So, on the one hand, mm-hmm. I've said in the past that, like, yeah, no, if uh, I never wanted any of this Stuff to happen to Ezra Miller right? In the first place. Yeah. As a Flash fan, I want them to succeed as an actor and seeing all of the, the just controversy that this actor has gone through, not just in 2022, yeah. but like and all other stuff in years prior mm-hmm. that led up to 2022. Right. It, it's It was heartbreaking. Yeah. And... I am glad that they are getting some help, and I'm glad to hear that the the treatment seems to be going so well. Mm-hmm. But also, I feel like you're cutting kind them of a little bit too much slack right now. I haven't seen too much of, like, an effort on Ezra Miller's end or okay. anything larger on the sense of, like— that like all they did was like give like a very just generic p r approved apology message about their their recent behavior, yeah when it's like. Th- You're acting like you got caught with your hand in a cookie jar. Mm -hmm. My, my dude, you literally were running from the law and (laughs) WB, you were helping them run from the law. You shot scenes when they police were actively looking for this person. Yeah. Yeah, You know, anyone else would be arrested for aiding and abetting a criminal. hundred percent. What? what?
0: Hey, money, man, you know how to go. You know how to go.
1: I, I knew deep in my heart, I knew the Flash movie would move forward with Ezra Miller. There was no mm-hmm. way they they weren't going right. to. Yeah, it does piss me off mm. quite significantly that okay. there are still executives who are like willing to give them another chance, especially yeah. like s- saying that this early in the game. Like right. I feel like you need to really, really wait until the movie has come out again. I've kind of also noticed that with Ezra Miller's outbursts, yeah. they kind of go around when major stuff is happening with their characters. Like, mm-hmm. for example, the, mm-hmm. the whole Hawaii incident that happened. Yeah. That was around the same week of the crimes of Grindelwald coming out into the
0: theaters. Ooh, that's a good point. And they
1: weren't there at the premiere. Yeah. Instead they true. were causing all that trouble in Hawaii. Right. Uh the I've I want to say that around the time the um the news broke out that Ezra Miller like choked a fan basically because yeah. the fan like mildly antagonized them uh-huh. uh it was also somewhat around the time of like they might have been shooting scenes for another movie or it might have been around the time of like when they were like the Snyder cut Fandom right. was like really getting larger and popular. Yeah,
0: if I can remember, yeah. I think it was around that time. So yeah, yeah.
1: It, it like is somewhat. So it's like th- I, I, this obviously is a person who I, I don't think they're in a position right now mentally where they can really handle the the meteoric rise to fame that they went through. Well, mm, okay. I think they really need to like take some time to like properly go through it because like the. Yeah, they. We need to see like actual progress, progress or for it. Okay. we can be like, yeah, let's all move right. forward. And I, honest to God, mm-hmm. uh, I s- swear, on God, on the Lord, yes, give me a Bible, all right, right now. I give think me I've seen one. Frank on the Herbert's Dune, right now. <laughs> give me every holy text you can, right now. I will yeah. swear on it. Okay. If James Gunn, uh-huh, blessed be his name, because I believe in this man, I have faith in him. Yeah, you wanted a few. If he doesn't if he mm-hmm. moves forward mm-hmm. with Ezra Miller as the flash mm-hmm. after all of this, and no actual progress has been made, yeah, but you went forward with kicking Henry Cavill out as yeah. Superman? Yeah bump that
0: I'm yeah. that's, it. That's, that's it that's it that's your line that's I figured so I, I knew I was like you know what because my line's already been been crossed but I still hold out you know hope with James Gunn I I feel like he, you know his track record speaks for itself so even though I still feel a way about my boy Henry but I was wondering you know if you're going to get close to that it's like all right well and not only that they're saying that if this movie does well there's already a script written for the flash too I'm just okay, letting you know. Okay, I'm just letting you know. I'm just saying. All
1: saying that, <laughs> I know. But at the same time, like you have a new creative director I in know. charge. Yeah, and he's obviously going with his own like blueprint and format that doesn't have anything to do with the stuff that's been
0: previously, previously established. None. What the hell are you guys thinking? I'm thinking right. And that's the thing. That's the good question, because obviously this all of this has been happening before James Gunn was appointed. So I think that obviously they shot the movie. They spent a lot of money on the movie. They want to see that return. Obviously, business wise, you, you get that. But the question is, like you said, is that, well, now that James Gunn is overseeing this, whether or not the movie does well at all, will James Gunn keep him? on as the flash that's the question but yeah. and also too it's like well now we're going to see where the power really you know did they really give james gunn all of that because at the same time these executives are like all right okay ezra you're good you're good to come in and what if james james might feel like you feel but you know those executives talk to james about this right so the question is going to be what happens after this movie because it's like, yeah. all right, and then now James's vision. Because I'm sure, I, I thought it would be any day now, maybe in another few weeks or so, that he's going to finally release the plans him and uh and Saffron are going to show everybody what the map is for their DC take. So I'm wondering if The Flash is going to be a part of their new DC. You know what I'm saying? I, so I'm just wondering what's going to happen now. Because obviously this movie's been shot, it's been made. These executives obviously will oversee James Gunn. They're like, all right, you're good to go. But James Gunn, we gave you the keys. But hey, James, we're still going to do this. So, right. you know, that's just my only like, huh, I wonder what's going to happen with that. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of right there with you. Like, where is the Flash going to fit in in all of this? Mm-hmm. Especially with how... Uh, I feel like there is such a like a common misinterpretation with the Flash as the character. Like they keep construing the fact that like people love the Flash as, like, oh, they can like travel through the uh, the multiverse. put right. like, These like mind bending physics and time travel paradoxes mm-hmm. with the character. And it's like the, the reason why I fell in love with the Flash is because. They're funny. They have a lot of heart mm. and they run really fast while punching gorillas in the face. Oh, That's yeah.
0: all you need. <laughs> That's all you need. Yeah. Oh. Well, hey, look, at the end of the day, man, it's, it's going down June 16th. Are you going to be there? That's the main question. That's what the people out there want to know. As one of the biggest Flash fans, you and our producer Reggie C., Well, I'm sure I think Reggie's going to be there. I'm speaking for you, Reggie, if you're listening, but I'm pretty positive you're going to be there. But are you, Rigel, are you going to be there?
1: Uh, I'm going to keep it real with The Chief I'm struggling not to Write a diss track About Ezra Miller Which
0: I <laughs> Hey last week Man that diss track To James uh, I'm about to say James Gunn James But Cameron, Cameron yeah. uh, Did amazing And matter of fact pro- Man where's the Round of applause button at? Oh no, 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 no. I didn't mean to do that I didn't mean to do that Is this it Oh no it's the joke one. No 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 I'm just messing with you I'm just messing with you me Round of applause because yeah. <laughs> that this uh, track was serious and to the point where i mean it's doing it's doing really me, well on tiktok right now yeah, too no. so Sh-
1: shout to everyone that's been uh watching that on tiktok we got like 1700 views last yeah, time man. i checked on it yeah and uh, which is the most any of our tiktoks have done so far yeah man uh, so huge thank you to all people who watch and if you're listening now after seeing that and uh hopped on the podcast welcome yes welcome I, Uh, (laughs) Because that was amazing Come along for the ride I have
0: more feelings And you're (laughs) going to hear all of them Nah yeah that was amazing But uh, but yeah I'm just thinking You know if you're going to be there I feel like you're going to be there I'm going to see it
1: I'm I'm there it's going to be begrudgingly I'm 100% serious I am not excited for this movie right now And at this point Mm -hmm. The trailer is going to have to be something like really spectacular like the, the trailer is going to have to like really pull me in at this point for me to like even consider watching it because yeah. like uh, at, at this point, it's like, why even get invested? Because like, like you just said, mm-hmm. James Gunn has his whole plan and his blueprint for like this whole other universe that ties into it. Yeah. Literally the only two DC movies I give a rat's ass about right now is Shazam and mm-hmm. the Blue Beetle movie.
0: Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, man. Uh, I know one thing. Um, I will. I definitely plan on seeing this, but I'm kind of I'm, I want to wait. I might wait yeah. until you see it. I might wait until you or Reggie see it cuz y'all the two biggest flash fans I know so I'm like all right, all right let me wait to see what y'all say and then I'll oh, check it out oh, cuz I'm like jesus uh? <laughs> christ no I have wait <laughs> you know this what? conversation but for you know people what? to see it oh yeah. No. hey but look no, know you know what though I'm in for Michael Keaton all right I want that's the OG Batman I'm I'm there for him but uh yeah, man. Oh man, I tell you what. The drama keeps on going and um we'll keep on moving along. I mean, this ain't really necessarily drama. This is kind of like you you knew this was coming, but uh we'll move on to the MCU Dave Batista, He re- he is relieved that his time as Drax in the Guardians of the Galaxy officially over after this film. Uh, he actually went and told GQ in a recent interview that he's grateful for his MCU role but confirmed that the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will be his final outing as Drax the Destroyer because now he feels ready to close that chapter on the character he says I'm so grateful for Drax I love him uh, but there's a relief that it's over it wasn't all pleasant it was hard playing that role the makeup process was beating me down and I just don't know if I want Drax to be my legacy it's a silly performance and I want to do more dramatics Stuff. Yeah. So I don't blame him. You know I me? Mean?
1: No, I I don't blame him either. And yeah. uh, which I say, uh, thank you for your service, Dave Batista. Yeah, I will support you in your future endeavors. Uh, in fact, uh, so shout out to my fiance Alicia. She is now spearheading a campaign that uh, we replace The Rock with oh. Dave Batista. Now, so like any project that you can like oh. that's currently in the works <laughs> that has The Rock cast in it, yeah, just throw Dave in there Batista instead. in. Put Batista in, instantly better instantly mm. better oh man I, instantly I that, better i feel like black adam would be a better movie if it oh was Dave my god we'll throw that out there man go ahead and say it damn actually he would have done a much better job as black adam instead uh, i want him to be bane though he wants to be bane
0: Yeah, he does want to be Bane. james
1: gunn will make him bane yeah i'm with it i'm with it look yeah yeah, Just the way that's not happening. Well,
0: you know what it is interesting too because um uh, yeah, I feel you man, like looking at the uh behind the scenes and watching the makeup process and also too, Zoe Zaldana, she recently came out and said yes. something similar. Uh, to the fact that... I mean, with hers, though, I'm like, I don't know. I kind of feel a way a little bit about it. I'll just keep it real. Uh, for the listeners out there who don't know, like, Zoe Saldana kind of echo the same sentiments about, hey, um, movies like Guardians and Avatar, you know, they kind of stifle my creative yeah. process. I'm like, um, I'm, I don't want to... In a way, I understand it, but also, too, like, you're in two of the biggest franchises of all time, and it's kind of like all right, kind of like a woe is me. I, I, that's the feeling I kind of got. That's why I was like, uh, I mean, I yeah. don't know. But I understand, though. I like, okay, well, you know, hey, you've been doing this for 10 years each, I guess, because Avatar, yes. how long? 13 years. Yeah, 13 years. 13. Um, and obviously with uh, with Guardian. So I understand the whole creative process. You don't want to be stifled. But at the same time, I'm like, yo, man, <sighs> It's kind of like, would you rather, it's it's an old saying, right? I'm going to bring up this, because uh, I'm a hip-hop guy. I'm going to bring up this old Jay-Z rap lyric. It's like, would you rather be overpaid or underrated? Mm. And that's kind of the sense that I feel. It's like, all right, yeah, you were in these big, big, massive franchises. You got all the money in the world, so now you have the luxury of being like, all right, I'm ready to be like in my creative, Like I, I don't want to be stifled, but at the same time, like, man. You know So yeah. I, I understand it But it's kind of like I don't know This is how she said it, I kind of was like uh, Maybe the words felt Kind of like uh, Yeah You know what I mean Yeah I, I, I pick up where Where you're coming from Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I also see her point too With the fact that like Yeah Like being in Action movies again And again and again It can be very like It can hinder Your creative process Right like When you're an actor And you want to do New roles Like mm-hmm typecasting is very much a thing. True. Uh, so on that end, uh, to go back to Dave Fattista, I'm Mm -hmm. glad that he is, um, that he is very serious about acting. Mm-hmm. He's been killing it in all the other roles yeah. That had lately. Like yeah, he was great in
0: Glass Onion. Oh, I love that movie too. Yeah, uh, yeah, he, he did.
1: Was it. Uh, he was really great in um, Dune, and he's going to be returning in Dune again. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He's going to be in that new M Night Shyamalan movie as well.
0: And he was a great as a you know. Well, I see a lot of the big action guys play the role. Uh, I've seen this before many times. But uh, you seen the movie My Spy where he's basically like the, the guardian of a little girl, and she's just oh, yeah. going in all type of hijinks, and he's got to be like, oh, you know. I've seen all the all the action stars. They all do that type of role. You know, I, I'm not mad at it. But yeah, hes I mean, he's great. Dave yep. Batista is amazing. So I'm I'm with you, man. I feel like he's a great actor, uh, and I do feel like he is underrated, man. So uh, yeah, man, props to you. But at the same damn time, so you kind of already know, put two and two together. If this is his last one and he's saying it,
1: oh yeah because we were talking about drax dying yeah we i'm like uh like,
0: this i mean just go ahead yeah. and say you're
1: gonna die yo just <laughs> like, go ahead the the rocket thing might happen but i don't also believe that. it's at this point it's like maybe that is just a red herring uh, to distract yeah. from drax. I, don't,
0: I don't trust no mcu trailers at all man for all of the you know oh yeah. this person might not man get out of here man but yeah i think drax is done I mean, obviously he's done, but I'm just yeah. like uh, how he's done. That's the thing that's going to be uh, interesting to see. And again, that is dropping this year, man. In the summertime, baby. I think it's in May, right? May. I think yep. we said yeah. So uh, we'll see how Drax goes out. But hey, man, Dave Batista, you got number props. Hey, man, I'm I'm riding with you. Whatever you do, you're great at. So we'll see what happens. But uh, and uh, another story that uh, I'm kind of I gotta be honest, man. I'm I'm feeling a little type of way. Oh All right. snap. okay. So remember that uh, show 1899 that I reviewed I told y'all about? Oh my god, yes. Yeah, okay. Yes. So it appears that Netflix has done what Netflix does to a lot of great shows, canceled it. Mm. After one year, one season, canceled it. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on, man. Like We need a it, boo button on there. Oh, no, I'm going to put it on there. <laughs> I, it I, in, gotta, yeah. I got a few ideas, man. I got, We got to put the boo in, and there's something else that I want to put into that's going to be funny.
1: Take but, some audio from CEO going, boo, throw a tomato, throw a tomato. Yeah, tomato, yeah, tomato. yeah, yeah. Or maybe a
0: tomato sound effect hitting the wall <laughs> or that, something. That'll <laughs> be their legacy. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, nah. So, um, yeah, apparently uh, just before the second season, like, people were looking forward to because I was looking forward to it. Uh, but yeah, they uh, Netflix officially canceled it. And I believe the uh, co-creator actually went to Instagram to uh, drop the news. Basically, they said on Instagram, we would have loved to finish this incredible journey with a second and third season as we did with Dark, which is another amazing time travel show. That might be the best time travel ip i've ever seen i'm just letting y'all know that if you haven't seen dark check it out but sometimes things don't turn out the way you plan that's life um they also acknowledge the you know perspective disappointment of fans but see but seemingly they you know concede with the show's fate we know this will disappoint millions of fans out there but we want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts that you are a part of this wonderful adventure we love you never forget so 1899 prepared on netflix this past november and uh Yeah, man. I'm just. I just feel like now, whenever a show comes out, and it's not just Netflix. It's obviously HBO Max or Discovery, Mm -hmm. that whole thing. I'm just like, I'm now. I can't really get too drawn into it, even if it's good. Like, I'm like, no, no, I can't because they're just gonna cancel it. I feel like it, you know. And it it really does seem like there's no rhyme
1: or reason to it half the time. Because, like, like 1899. It's on my watch list still. Yeah, and it was like it was in the Netflix's like number one like most streamed TV mm-hmm. series when yeah. it came out. Like a lot of people I saw were talking about it. I remember you talking about it, mm-hmm. saying that it was really good. Yeah. So it's like, what's the the justification for canceling it? On that note too. Netflix what the hell's up with you canceling uh Midnight Club? Yes. In the my of that. Oh my God. that's another yes. example that's another, like, another one. Yeah. That was a really really good show. Really good show. It did, it wasn't like probably the most well-reviewed Michael Flaggan mm-hmm. show, but like by all means it was still like another really great hit. Yeah. It was like number 1 when it came out for like a few consistent weeks. It was like at least in the top 10 and it it was like a really good really enjoyable series. They had plans for a season two and from how Michael Flanagan, and because uh, he just flat out like was like, OK, since there's not going to be season two, here's literally everything that we had plotted out. For, yeah. For it. So you guys know what would have happened. Exactly. Um, and it's like the. Wh- it's yeah. like you just said, why are we bothering to get invested in yeah. any Netflix shows or for that matter, like any HBO shows mm-hmm. without knowing that? Because like their whole business model is now like, OK, we just make a season one of something to draw people in. Yeah. And then we move on to another. That's, what it, sound, that's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. Like they keep flash, 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 that's flash. That's what it. Yeah. But it's like this is worse than cable television now mm-hmm. at this point. Yeah. Not- at least with cable TV, like you would probably get like at least another season season or two if the ratings were there but with this it's like the ratings are here mm-hmm. the reviews are good you're just dumping it for yeah. no reason yeah like, what the hell
0: nah and, and you know what you brought up a, an even greater point that i didn't even realize but yeah i feel like conspiracy do 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 <laughs> Nah, that did a Netflix sound. You, but anyway, <laughs> um, that might be their marketing plan, right? But, like yeah. let's let's put out a show that looks intriguing, looks interesting, let's draw these people in, let's get these new subscribers, right? Get you hooked. So you're here and everyone's gonna cancel it, but you're already here, but you're running that risk of like, man, y'all, y'all canceling all the good stuff. Yeah. After one season, I don't want this anymore. So it's like, what's going on? And just like stuff like that, it's just so annoying. But yeah, Netflix in particular, and of course, HBO Max, y'all are just doing it nonstop now. But from what I can tell from a little bit of reading the article, you know, one could kind of say, well, the show looked expensive to do. Uh, Maybe like Midnight Club, like these shows are high quality. So, you know, they might not be able to afford it. But I'm like, well, at the same time, Netflix just built a whole movie studio. Yeah, uh, I forgot where uh, I want to say I think it's somewhere up north. I can't remember where, but they built like a whole like film studio. So it's kind of like, I don't know what to believe. All these algorithms of saying, okay, like you were saying, 1899 was one of the top 10 shows on their platform. But is that really the case? We don't know. Maybe they're just putting that up for show. Who knows? But I just feel like, man, I I just can't really. Now I'm afraid to get invested in anything that comes out on Netflix, especially if it's something new. And And I'm about to review a show. And the review segment that I'm super excited about. But now after this news come out, this might get canceled, too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: it's like it's uh, it really is just this weird hellscape of entertainment television. Yeah, that we, we now live in. Um yeah Netflix in particular is they they're on something weird to the point that like you, you remember back when Netflix was still new and like, yep. stranger things came out. Oh yeah. And Stranger Things was like such a great show but like part of the reason why people like got drawn into it was because like it ended so perfectly to the mm-hmm. point that like it could have just been that one season yeah but also ended with like a good enough like hook on it to like people get people to be like oh maybe there is going maybe to be
0: there right yeah yeah
1: but with this it's like they're deliberately ending shows mm-hmm. that have like a second season in mind. Yeah. Like, I haven't seen 1899, but I know that ends with a, man, uh, a hook on it. Man, I'm uh, you. Midnight Club definitely
0: ends definitely ended with a hook. On with a hook. It. Man, I'm and, still fam, I'm yeah. still mad over Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. I'm still mad over Cowboy Bebop. Oh, I mean, yeah. there's so many shows. There's, there's so much that I'm like, why? What the? Can you please give me a reason? They don't even give you a reason either. It's just the creators will come out like uh, like the folks did on here. To let you know, hey, unfortunately, yeah. you know. And HBO Max, I'm still pissed off over Lovecraft Country. That shit won, oh, like, God. how many Emmys? Like, eight yeah. Emmys or whatever. And it's like, I can't, I don't know, man. It's like, now, like you were saying, I don't know what to really, I don't know if I should get, you know, all that invested in these shows anymore.
1: You, you know what? Uh, and I, I'm just going to go ahead and say this to mm-hmm. you. Um, as evil as the their corporations are mm, disney evil. disney and amazon mm. are actually killing it with how they're treating their content and their creative forces right now because mm-hmm. like take for example like all the tv shows and the spin-offs that disney has been doing especially with like the the marvel cinematic universe stuff
0: mm-hmm. like they, and star wars yeah yeah and star wars too. yeah
1: like they they came out when um when wandavision came out mm-hmm. and they saw how big of a hit that was but like it's very clearly intended like when you watch wandavision that like it's only meant for like one season right but then they were like okay you people like wandavision you like this setting this world this magic that we're playing with Agatha Coven of Darkness, we're going to do that. And Uh we're going to get people hooked in on that. So, okay, there's that. Uh, You get, like, you have the Lord of the Rings series get Mm. review bombed to hell and back. (laughs) But you still renew that for a season two because, like, you know that's only just, like, backlash of the fandom. And, like, for the most part, like, viewership and whatnot was there. You know
0: what, though? Maybe the reason why they're able to do that is because they have other ways of making money, you know, like with the you know with Disney, with the parks and then with Amazon with Amazon, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, that could be another way, but that's at, fair, but, but, but also, <laughs> yeah, but also at the same time, Disney's parks aren't doing that well right now, yeah. and, you know, I saw an article that recently came out that they finally did away with the uh, Mobile Genie, um, as of, as of January 1st, so Bob Iger looks like he's trying to correct things, but just to you know, bring it back home. It's just like like you were saying with Disney and Amazon that at least they do seem to you know uh, you know show more shows love when it comes to seasons like that. But yeah, I and, just I don't know, man.
1: Yeah, and it shows that like you actually give a crap about your audience, too. right? Yeah, Cause like because like we were just saying now we feel like with Netflix that we're just being strung along, mm-hmm. and it's like bro, commit,
0: yeah, commit, yeah. I'm like, uh, y'all want me to watch this show? I'm like, well, y'all gotta I, commit to me that this is gonna be at least two or three seasons. I, I've dumped prettier women than you, Netflix. For, <laughs> for this, talk Facts. that talk. There Facts. we go. Facts Legit. right there. Uh all right. Well, we have to wait and see what happens. But uh, but yeah, Netflix, man. I I don't know what to say, man. I don't know, man. I I'm not saying I'm on the verge of canceling because y'all got y'all got some good stuff when y'all got it. But stuff like this is where you're like, come on, man. You're, you're, you're killing your your potential new customers this way. But, hey, man, who's to say? Who's to say? But you know what? Since you're here, man, I got to bring this story up because uh, we got to go back to the world of The Flash, man. We got to go back to the world of Flash. As we know, The Flash <laughs> is going into its final season. Oh, yeah. And it appears that your boy, Stephen Amell, will return. One more time as Oliver Queen, a.k.a. the Green Arrow. Mm, mm, mm. For the ninth and final season of The Flash, Variety has confirmed that an actor will appear. Do you want to know which episode that he's going to appear in? Is this like a spoiler?
1: Would it it, it be the final episode?
0: Which Uh, episode is it? Episode 909. 909. Okay. So, um... But yeah, and he'll also be joining. Uh, oh, spoiler alert for all the people out there who may want to know. <laughs> but, uh, he'll be joining other previously announced guests like David Ramsey um, and a few others. So, oh, wow, yeah. But uh, there we go. So, I mean, I was just like your thoughts on it. Yeah, no. I, you know, I know the Flash has been on for the longest. <laughs> it but, uh, has, yeah, and um,
1: yeah, it's like it's the sweet thing. I think I've mentioned this on the show before, where it's like yeah i really loved the flash tv show it actually is one of the reasons why i really got into the character as mm-hmm. well um but also like i felt like the show was starting to run its course a bit
0: uh, i see I what you did there. kind of yeah
1: <laughs> i've still kind of fallen behind <laughs> yeah. on it so i still need to like catch up with the the new season and all that yeah um but at the same time, I'm I, I'm genuinely glad they're bringing back Stephen Amell too for at least one final episode. Because like, it's because of Green Arrow that we got the Flash TV show to begin with. Like, yeah, the, the success of Green Arrow mm-hmm. is what kicked off the whole CW, yeah, DC universe in the first place. And, right. Honestly, they th- this is a hot take, but I'm
0: uh, firm oh. on it. All right, firm here we go. It. Here we go. Hot the, take. Let's go. The
1: CW DC universe was really good. Oh. Very good. Very true to form. Very true to DC Comics. Did a lot of stuff that I genuinely love about DC Comics. Gotcha. It all blended into to one mm. where it's like, yeah, it could be very serious drama. It could be very dark at times. It could also be corny as hell. Yeah, hey, that's that's some part of, the beauty of, the, of it. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: true. And
1: that yeah, both of those both of those series captured that essence. Utterly perfectly. Like, mm-hmm. I remember watching The Flash, and like, people were making jokes about being like Dawson Streak because it's like, <laughs> it's basically just a big soap opera <laughs> with. <laughs> Pretty boy, flash.
0: <laughs> How about. do I know that damn song, yo? I I'm am impressed. I'm yeah, just saying, it just came man. to me, you know. I never In ancient melody. I never watched the show, but God, yo, every time it would come on. That's why every time I would hear that, like, oh, let's turn the channel. We uh, it's Dawson's Creek. Up, oh, wait for the Waynes brothers uh, to come back. But, uh,
1: but I'm glad they're bringing him back. I'm glad that they're. It sounds like they're going to be handling this last season pretty well. It sounds yeah. like they're going to give them a proper send-off.
0: I hope so, man. I hope so. Because Lord knows, man, it's officially the longest-running show. That, so it beat Supernatural. Supernatural ran for 15 seasons. And Lord know, that show was going on forever and ever. So, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, hey, well, we'll have to wait and see, man. But uh, yeah, I know I'm like you, man. I, I'm so behind on The Flash. I'm just like, let me just wait till it's over. Then that way I can like, all right, cool. Now I can finally just go through, you know? But uh mm. but yeah, man, we'll have to wait and see, man, CW the the verse I know that's what they called it before the uh DCU. Uh, Greg Berlanti, that's all his work, man. The Flash, Green Arrow, that's all Supergirl, all of that, you know what I mean? Oh, but uh Supergirl. Mwah. Yeah, Supergirl. Mwah. man. So, hey, there we go, man. I, I'm definitely looking forward to this final season because, you know, when it comes to final season, man, I'm always intrigued on how they wrap things up, especially on a long running series. Right. You want to wrap everything up nice and, you know, any loose ends, loose storylines, they tend to, you know, correct it or finally like, all right, I always waited for this moment. But, uh, but yeah, we'll have to wait and see, man. I'm excited. And uh, there we go, y'all. That about wraps up our breaking news and headlines. And as always, whenever this episode issue drops, there's always more news that breaks probably while we're recording this episode, as we speak. So do we have a house speaker yet? I know. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. That's a fact there's something going on man we don't know we don't know but either way make sure you follow us on social media at the comic section so you're in the know and all the latest news and headlines when it breaks next up we're gonna jump into coming soon previews and man it's getting spooky out here oh yeah yeah just when y'all thought halloween was over huh nah Alright, Halloween came, it was scary, then Mariah Carey showed up. It was scary for Christmas, <laughs> as always, and we're in the new year, and it's time to get scary once again. Scares never end, spoopy all year. That's right, that's right. So, um, we have two scary trailers to maybe some little funny, maybe, or really scary. But uh, we got two to talk about. The first one we'll get into is Redfield. Now, um, this is very interesting, right? Because I wasn't... I wasn't aware of this right here. Uh, Obviously, like when I first pulled up to start recording, I'm like, oh man, because when you told me there's another trailer dropped, I'm like, okay, another trailer stopped. I'm like, all right, Redfield, I'm like, what's that? Well, you said one actor's name that I'm like, oh, I'm in. Okay. (laughs) And I'm talking about the one, the only Nicolas Cage. That's right. And you told me Nicolas Cage is playing who? Dracula. There you go. <laughs> this, okay. You, shall we get into the... Let's trailer? go into it.
1: Sorry to interrupt. Are you okay? I need to get out of a toxic relationship. Why don't you start by telling us what brought you here? My boss, he's different. You
0: can't get him out of your head. No. I need your assistance. I'm coming, Master! Oh, you feel like he could destroy you with the snap of his fingers. Wouldn't even need to snap. Okay. Uh huh, that sounds familiar. Yeah, what? Renfield, bring in innocent victims.
1: And I just want a normal life again.
0: Thank you. You saved my life. Did I watch you cut a guy's arms off with a decorative serving platter?
1: It's in the wrist. Let me explain.
0: My boss gave me this power.
1: In return, I tend to his needs, including care, feeding. You bring in people to eat?
0: You're like the guy that
1: gets the villain's postmates. But if you were to stop focusing on his needs, what would happen? He won't grow to full power. Exactly. He won't grow to full power. What? That's so weird. Why would you phrase it like that? But yes. Hi, are you here for the meeting? Well, come on. No, oh, no! no!
0: Some call me the Dark One. Others, the Lord of Death. To most, I am the Okay,
1: obviously we're dealing with a little bit more than just narcissism here. Let's eat. All right. Oh my god, this looks so good. <laughs> <laughs> this
0: looks so freaking good. Oh, oh my
1: god, you just see—you just see Nicholas Cage yep. floating in the air during yeah. a of like group emotional support therapy session. That's yeah, just you know I'm dry oh. Yeah, and the best part is, is that like. He actually looks the part. He looks like a creepy Dracula. He
0: does. He does, man. One thing about Nicolas Cage, man, he is a, uh, what do you call it? method actor, you would say? Mm-hmm. Or no. no? No. Or is he just the- playing Nicolas Cage? Honestly, he's just, he just does whatever. And yeah. that's what I love about him. That might, yeah, like, you he might be
1: right. He genuinely is, like, this, he's an enigma mm-hmm. of, of talent, because, like, he does, like, really, really great, like, heart-wrenching performances. Yeah. Like, Pig, for example, yeah,
0: like, that's good.
1: And mm-hmm. talked about that movie last year. Mm-hmm. I saw it too, and like that, that was like some top tier acting, yeah, game. yeah. But uh, but then you see other stuff that he does, like the unbearable weight of massive talent, where it's literally just a movie about himself, about
0: himself, <laughs> man, about himself.
1: But, um, yeah, no, this this looks like a lot of fun. Um, they, I think the only thing about this trailer that I'm Kind of it about is the fact that Aquafina's in it.
0: <laughs> oh, you're not Aquafina fan.
1: Uh, I could take her or leave her. She's she's kind of one of those the, people like
0: like her in small doses. Yeah, small
1: doses, <laughs> small small doses.
0: All right, okay. Well, hey man, we'll see what's up, man. I don't know, man. I'm I'm still. I need another trailer to like really like get me in. I'm not gonna lie. I'm like okay, I, I'll check this out, but I don't know if I'm going to the theater to see this.
1: Oh, you know I'm going. to I'm I know you going. Fan. I'm a huge
0: fan. Okay. I know you going. There. I know. Midnight release. Mm, <laughs> mm, mm. <laughs> well, I definitely look forward to hearing your review for Redfield, April fourteenth, twenty twenty three, baby. Springtime is getting. Uh, what's a good word? I was trying to think of a good word for Dracula and vampire, but I don't want to say it's getting sucked. <laughs> that just
1: sound. I was going to say that just don't Ooh, sound. You know what I mean? spring is getting extra sucky. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. You got but it. That's a common misconception because as we all know, uh, Dracula
0: don't suck. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, we'll move right on along from that scary to Evil. Right? That's right. Mm. Evil Dead Rise. Now, if you follow us on social media, we posted the teaser. All of our fans out there, you've seen the teaser, but now the trailer has officially come out. And uh this one right here. Now, I'm not gonna lie. I'm on the fence when I first heard about it, because I'm like, yo, Evil Dead is one of them franchises that I've seen them do over and over, and it feels like...
1: <sighs> yeah.
0: Are they going too many times to the well? I mean okay yeah you know what I mean like I get it but I'm like I don't know so you ready to check out this trailer let's do it see if it changes my mind no matter how busy you ever got you always found time for me (laughs) I can't believe I'm never
1: gonna speak to you again (laughs)
0: When I was just a little girl I asked my mother
1: What is this, Dani? I found Thank God we're no longer in that cabin in the woods. Oh, I will say that. Man. I will say that. Because uh-huh. like even with the uh, the Ash versus the Evil Dead TV show, they went back to that they goddamn back, cabin. They went back. They went back to the cabin. Two. I know. But, I know. Um, but that being said, uh, I mean, I'm, they are in the woods, though. They are in the woods, but this is a different different place in the woods.
0: Yeah, they look like they buy by, by a big lake. Different characters too. Yeah, and
1: true. uh, uh, I, I'm not gonna lie, this. This actually scared me.
0: Yeah, this looks pretty good. I ain't gonna lie to you, man. It's this, oh. this one right here? Yeah, man. This
1: looks uncomfortable. Very. On multiple levels, both on, like, a physical, like, gruesome, like... You, you see someone get scalped, yeah. okay? Like, yikes. Yes. That's... But, yeah. But then it also taps into something that's, like, very true to the horror from, like, the original Evil mm-hmm. Dead. That, like... Uh, a lot of people made fun of, like, the campiness in it, but, like, there is something, like, truly, really terrifying in the first Evil Dead movie, mm-hmm. and that's, like, you think you know someone, you think you can, like, trust and love this person, and then suddenly they just change yeah. into a completely different person right? Of some other reason something happens to them that
0: no yeah that's a turns them violent that's a great analogy to life because i've seen people do that yep like just you know
1: and especially for this movie to do like a mother in that sense that is
0: yeah man because
1: yeah there's i'm you know there's people who have like lived through horrible situations like that before
0: yeah yeah
1: uh yeah no this looks
0: Oh, yeah that looks good I ain't gonna lie yeah. Good. yeah yeah dude it do look good I ain't gonna lie I was on the fence when I saw this trail I'm like okay I'm in now you yeah. know I'm I'm there I am there and you know this one's coming out April 21st I'm not gonna lie man because I was mm, I didn't know but after seeing this trail I'm like oh, okay nah this is this could be some hereditary type type vibes so hereditary is probably still that one horror movie that's still I'm like I'm uncomfortable with certain scenes I'm like Ooh. oh yeah I'm like, and and now, I mean, it's been so many horror movies that it's kind of just, all right, we know what it is. Jump scare here, jump scare there. This trailer is hitting you right in the face. Like, boom, boom, boom. Yep. And, and all the stuff that they're showing, you know, the things that they don't show? Yeah. Oh, my God gosh it's yo. like
1: you're showing us a scalping scene in the trailer in the trailer what is in this movie <laughs> that's what i'm that saying
0: It's so bad they couldn't like, it. we ain't putting this in the trailer now you gotta come see this man i will say this though man i'm going to see it I'm one of the few fans of horror that I'm like, people that I know, they don't want to see horror like me. So I end up going by myself. This movie right here, I'm probably going to go in the daytime. I ain't going to lie to you. I (laughs) I ain't going to lie to you. This might be a daytime matinee. That way, when I leave the theater, I still see the sun. And hopefully it's a sunny day, you know. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, the clouds are out, you know, people are out jogging. I might see you. You might see me. It might you eat yeah. a dog. I'm like, oh, okay. All is right with the world. You know what I mean? But then a solar eclipse. Oh, damn it, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but uh, but yeah, no, nah, this looks, man, please don't let me down, man. Because, mm. I mean, I've seen so many good horror movie trailers where you go into and you watch it like, what the hell is this? Like, really? Yeah. I got hyped up for this? You know what I'm saying? No uh, shots, yeah. but I got to keep it real, man. I got hyped up for Smile, all right? Oh, my God. For a little Same bit. here. I got hyped up, and when I saw it, I'm like, man, get this out of here, that man. It movie was so disappointing. It was, man. Oh, man. But this one, though, this one feels different. This one feels different. Mm -hmm. So, uh, But yeah, there we go, man. So those are our trailers for this week. Obviously, there's probably going to be maybe 15 more trailers that drop. So as always, make sure you follow us on social media at the comics section so you can see all the latest trailers when they drop. Let us know, are you excited for Evil Dead Rise or for Redfield or both? Or maybe you're not. Maybe you're like, nah. This ain't really my thing. You know, let us know, man. Engagements. Mm. That's what it's called. Oh, uh, one last thing real quick. Yeah. Do uh, we want
1: to just briefly mention the fact that there's a Gran Turismo.
0: Oh, my now? God. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. I completely forgot about that. Yes. The tease of a Gran Turismo is out. Check it out on our social media page. And David Harbour
1: is in it. Yes. Yes. Like, whoa. This, this came out of nowhere.
0: Yeah. And uh, and my boy from uh, if you watch uh, C. On Apple TV Plus from my boy Jason Momoa, which I highly recommend you do because they just ended their um, entire series, which is so good. He played an amazing role in that. But yeah, it looks like uh, it's going to be him. And um, oh, man. And your boy Orlando Bloom. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, or yeah Orlando Bloom. Orlando is Bloom. Movie, oh, my God. Hair just wavy. You know what I'm saying? Hair's all out down. You know, looks <laughs> At- matted.
1: A hundred and fifty miles per hour. <laughs> yo, that game was fire, yo. Yeah, the. It, uh, it. Again, we're living in a great time for yeah. video game adaptation. I'm telling and you, man. The second that I saw that this was going to be a movie, I was like, oh, my God, that's perfect.
0: Yes. Like, yeah. Why didn't
1: I think of that that's sooner? A,
0: yeah, that's a great. Uh, yeah, you could definitely adapt that easily. So hopefully this is another, you know, another notch in the video game movies getting better and better, man. I'm I'm telling y'all, man, video game movies is here, man. Bump that. They are here, and they are here to stay. All right? So, yes, y'all. So, make sure y'all head on over and let us know if you're excited about these trailers and more. All right? And uh, moving on to last, but certainly not least, man, we got reviews. And uh, I actually reviewed something this week. You know, props to me. Props to me. And, uh, Roger, as always, you reviewed some uh, two awesome shows. Yes. So, uh, my review, like I was mentioning earlier about uh, Netflix canceling shows. But uh Netflix show kaleidoscope that's right now um, if you aren't familiar man kaleidoscope basically involves a crew of people um, doing a robbery so think oceans you know I don't really want to say oceans but yeah think oceans right and you see the reason why uh, this crew this person in particular, um, is wanting to rob? Damn, this does sound like oceans. Now I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm saying it, but uh, but no, man. Um, kaleidoscope is yeah, it's basically like a, a group of people that um are you know teamed up to rob this uh, uh this big like the most uh evasive secured vault in the world. And uh, as soon as I saw, they got my boy John uh, Carlo Esposito. You know what I'm saying? Once I saw him, I'm like, oh man, is he gonna play a bad guy? And because I mean, he plays bad, probably better than than everyone out there. But nah, uh, well, maybe I don't want to spoil anything. But honestly, he plays a good, a good, but maybe not so good guy and it was refreshing because I'm not gonna lie he plays bad so well but uh, basically it's centered around the largest heist ever attempted and the vengeance and betrayals that surround it so I think it's like a group of seven but here's the thing though here's the cool thing about this show is that this show is on Netflix but it's out of order I, that that was the thing that
1: drew yeah. me to when I first heard about this yep. series that, like, it's a series that's, like, made itself so that you can watch it in any order. Any and order. can
0: be enjoyed no matter what. Exactly. And I tried it. Because at first, I'm like, all right, let me just hit play. Because uh-huh. even if you go on Netflix, it doesn't even – like, you got to find it first. Yeah. And then you – because I don't see it on the main – it might be there now. But um, but when I looked for it and I clicked it, it just says play. And I'm like, Okay because I usually would see like the other uh, episode one, nah, just hit play. And then the, I guess the title card will come up and you go into it. And like the, I guess the subtitle would be like uh, five days before the heist. And you go into it and you see this group and you're just in this story. And then after that's over, it'll go five years before the heist. And then 20 or two weeks from the heist. And it's kind of just leading up to it. But in every episode you're like, okay, this team Mm, It's probably gonna be some backstabbing. It's Hmm. probably gonna be people in this team that you're like, oh man, this, oh, I don't know. But it, like you were saying, it's all out of order. So you can watch it in any order. And I tried it, I did it one time after I watched it through. And I'm like, yeah, nah, same like it's yeah. just like whoa man I, I love that idea and they killed it and um, the cast is amazing but yeah like I said man my boy Giancarlo Esposito uh, Jai Courtney um, and he was just reminding me of uh, a boomer. Wait, this is Boomerang right from Suicide Squad wasn't he Boomerang yeah Captain Boomerang Captain Boomerang I swear I got Captain Boomerang vibes but even more gruesome oh yeah uh, they got my girl man Tati Gabrielle I'm gonna follow her and everything that she does. Tati Gabrielle, I made mention of it, again, about Netflix canceling shows. Chilling Adventures of uh, Sabrina. And uh, she was uh, Prudence. Oh, yeah. Yeah, with the short hair. Yeah. Like, oh, super Oh, man. But she's uh, she's in it. She plays John uh, Carlos' daughter. And how they do. Oh, man, it's so good. I'll, I'll end it by saying watch it. Be prepared to be like, whoa, huh? What the hell? It's so, so good. But damn it, I feel like Netflix is going to Netflix this. Yeah. I really do. But I, I encourage you all to watch it because it's so good and how the order is all set, you'll really enjoy it. If you like heist movies or shows, but yeah.
1: All right, yeah. No, i again I've been meaning to watch it. I saw that like Netflix had a like a series of different um Like ways that it could be watched and Mm -hmm. interpreted in different ways. So, like, there's one where it's like, this is the actual chronological order. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is the way to watch it in the sense of like a suspenseful thriller. This is the way to watch as like a whodunit. Yep. This is the way to watch as a Tarantino film. Exactly. That's all of that. So
0: cool and so creative. Yeah. Screw you, Netflix. I know. I know. Screw you. I know. But you know what? Yeah. Yeah. But you know what, though? It does end nice and neat. So, but. If they wanted to, I could see them doing maybe a different crew or yeah. or whoever. Or maybe I do not want to spoil nothing, but I will rate this show right here out of 10. I'm definitely going to give this a nine. I'm oh. going to give it a nine out of ten. It's so good. I highly recommend it, man. You will not be disappointed. If you like Heist, if you like great storytelling, if you like John Carlo, despotito. Huh? Besides uh on uh On Mando. On Mando, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You are. Tell him. Go ahead. Say it. Netflix, you are nothing but (laughs) bad product. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And, I mean, he he killed it on The boy. I mean, this dude is amazing. The Boys, obviously, Breaking Bad. And Um, quite possibly MCU, probably, maybe, Future Professor X. He said he wanted to do it. Yeah, no, and I fully support that. Just saying. Holy crap. He said he wants that. And I'm like, yes, I want that, too. Mm-hmm. But there you go, man. Uh, Nine out of ten. Netflix. Don't cancel it. But if uh, all my people out there, check it out. Good one. All
1: right. Good lovely, time, man. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, moving on over to, uh, to to my end. So like you said, I watched two series um, this past. Well, I I watched a lot, but I've wanted to focus on these two series because I feel like they're They both are relatively new, and Mm -hmm. uh, they're also series that, like, I kind of want to bring attention to. Uh, So, I'm going to... Both of them are fantasy-related as well. All right, fantasy! we're going into a world of magic and mystery of Dungeons & Dragons, uh, starting off first with uh, Netflix's The Witcher Blood Origin. Okay. So, this is basically a spin-off, like, limited series, like, just a quick... Four episode uh, prequel mm-hmm. uh, for the uh, The Witcher universe. Uh, that basically shows the origins of the first Witcher. Like, I'm sure many of you probably saw the the trailers for the show, where it um it talks about the the origins of the first Witcher, and you see them going up against this like giant monster, mm-hmm. and you see like three title characters. One of them's played by Michelle Yu, uh, who I just sung her praises last week, talking about everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, so I was pretty excited for the show because I um. I am a fan of the the Netflix Witcher series. Um, I, I enjoyed season two quite a bit, and I was excited to see this. This sucks.
0: No, <laughs> I but heard, I heard that it, it was bad. Was,
1: dude, damn. Dude, uh, oh my god, ah. so like, it's one thing for a show to have like several or like one big huge flaw with it. Mm -hmm. There are so many bad things in this show. Like, first of all, the it's advertised as like, okay, you see these three adventurers going on a quest. It's literally about a journey of like seven people rising up to fight against an evil empire that just so happens to have a giant monster under its belt. Um, the plot is so convoluted and honestly it just sounds like like trying to syno- trying to bring a synopsis to the plot yeah. is like how how do i describe it it's like so overtly needlessly complicated mm-hmm. but also like the dumbest and most simple fantasy plot ever like it's literally just uh, good guys teaming up together to fight Evil Empire. Evil Empire also has a giant dragon. That's it. That's it? That's it. That's the plot. But also... There's like it tries to treat itself like Game of Thrones with Ah. like there's a whole subplot about like the the new evil empress is trying to cement herself in power when she knows she's just a figurehead for this powerful warlock that actually does have control over the magic. Okay, there's a whole subplot where they talk about, oh, there's no grain in uh, our storage units because the trade routes have gone bad because, oh, I don't know. You did a coup that murdered. (laughs) like Mm. several bloodlines and you did not think there would be repercussions for that
0: oh yeah that does Um, sound a little game of thrones right there
1: yeah no it's and it's like i literally just want to watch the origins of the witcher which by the way are stupid in this yeah so stupid Mm. like how they even come up with the idea to create a witcher is just very like
0: weird yeah i want to say but you and, know, yeah, yeah. You, but you know what, man? And I, I've said this before. I think I've said this on the podcast. If I hadn't, then I'm gonna say it here and right now, man. I feel like origins are just a, a cheat code for people who can't come up with new stories. Yeah. So you just got to go back. Hey, you want to know the beginning of how this happened? No, no. no. You, you should have told us in the first season, on the first movie. Do all that in the beginning, okay? Yeah. I'm just ah,
1: seriously. I'm
0: done with origins, man.
1: And uh, not only that, but like. Like I said, there are multiple things going on with this because this, this whole show looks like ass. Dang. The special effects are awful. The, the monsters do not look good. Mm. The costuming also is, like, really horrendous because, like, a majority of the cast are elves. In fact, basically, like, 99% of the people that you see on screen yeah. are all elves. Mm. And, you know, the elves, they got the point of ears. Right. Normally, when it comes to, like, making elf ears, they like, they do a really good job blending that stuff in. So like you can,
0: you can kind of like their not... prosthetics. Yeah.
1: This, you can straight up tell like, There several actors that I looked at where I was like, you're clearly wearing a wig right now. And whoever <laughs> did the makeup on those prosthetics deserves to be fired. Dang! Like it doesn't look good. Mm. The story isn't interesting or engaging. Man. The, the characters are just, they're really just there. Yeah. Um, yeah no just didn't do it it did nothing dang, I man give it, i give it like a three out of ten uh three out of ten Three out of ten really oh, is like, it's like not just bad. a good show and if you're one of those people who you are a witcher fan you weren't sure if you were going to watch it take it from me just skip
0: it just skip that just, one. Skip Just skip it. it. Just skip wait it. for the new one. Just wait for the new one, your boy Liam.
1: Yep, yep. Uh, well, <laughs> so
0: wait, we still got one more with uh, Henry
1: in it. And oh, for real? Get, Yeah, because he's going to be in season three. Oh, they're not bringing in Liam until season four.
0: Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Well, all right. There you go.
1: So, all right. But yeah, no, it's um, uh, yeah, no. But, but on that note, mm-hmm. to end on a more positive note, let's go another fantasy series. Yeah. That um, I am going to strongly recommend you do check out All instead. Right. Okay.
0: That show is Willow. Willow? Yeah. You uh, sure? Yeah. What? Are you sure? Because oh. I ain't going to lie, man. Willow was my jam back in the day, man. You know what I'm saying? My, I, I had that on. Matter of fact, hmm. I'm showing sure my age, but I had that on beta. For all the people out there, y'all don't know what beta is, so don't talk to me, okay? <laughs> don't talk with me about like, oh, y'all feel old. Get out of here. Do you know what mm-hmm. beta is? Go ask your parents. And all the people who are of age who still don't know, ask your parents' parents. They know what beta is. Yep. They <laughs> shout out shout out all my people. You know, y'all know. All right, go ahead. Finding a something
1: stress <laughs> in the chest under the sea. Here's yeah. Blackbeard's gold and also a bunch of Beta? That's right.
0: Hey man, I'm telling you, if you got a beta player, I still do. Mine is kind of like torn up, but I'm like, I gotta like hold on to it, man. Things, man, the retro, mm-hmm. man. Come on, man. But go ahead, man. Is yeah. it good? Is so, it amazing? Oh
1: my god. So this this show, so um the, the prep it, um, we re-watched the Willow movie. Yeah. Still holds up, still great, still yeah. an excellent movie to this day. Um and uh then we started watching the new TV show. We didn't mm. watch it as soon as it came out, because honestly, Disney kind of did a horrible job advertising when the show actually Yeah,
0: comes. I didn't know when it was coming. Yeah.
1: Like they they dropped a few trailers, but then it's like, okay, uh middle of November what have you. Mm. I kinda also think that it may have came out around the time the Wednesday show dropped too, so I don't think that did it any favor.
0: Uh either. yeah, good point. But
1: regardless, um this show. Is so good. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't be allowed to be this good. Mm-hmm. Like, th- this literally is some of the best fantasy I have seen in a while, where, like, there is so much, like, just all the charm and the the like fun magic adventure that's in the first movie they carry it over into this but also like you see them grow and expand upon both the lore and the characters from the first movie too mm, yeah like the main focus of the the plot is uh they've it's basically revealed that uh willow had this um this prophecy about uh Alora Dannon that uh, led the queen to like be like okay we gotta conceal her identity so that she doesn't know who she is mm-hmm. uh to like sort of like prevent this catastrophic Future for happening, so the show yeah. enters and introduces like several female characters, and you have no idea which one of them actually is Alora Dannon or not, oh okay, uh, all right, and then it's revealed at the end of that episode who Alora actually is, yeah, and then it like goes on goes there on with Alora learning who she is, but also like all these other characters are just so really well fleshed out, uh like you see um the queen and mad Mardigan's uh children they have two twins uh and both of them do an excellent job especially the the girl i'm spacing on her name i feel so awful for it right now yeah uh but uh yeah no they they do an excellent job um the kid who played Flash in the Spider-Man movies, mm-hmm. uh, he's also in this too. Uh, okay. He plays the, uh, the Prince Graydon. Uh, he does a really great job in it as well. He also has like a really great like character arc throughout the series too. Yeah. With, uh, him just sort of like not really believing much in himself. Right. Uh, and then sort of coming around full circle. Yeah. Uh, there's like so much great magic and uh, mystery to it. There is um, – th- Also, in contrast to The Witcher show, Mm -hmm. the designs for this show, both for, like, the costumings, the sets, uh, the special effects, everything is utterly mind-blowing oh yeah man there is uh the latest episode that just came out it take it shows them traversing the shattered sea mm-hmm. which is basically like this giant mass of water but you can walk on it oh so it's snap. like a desert and the ocean that you just walk on it's like a perpetual beach that you're ah. just going across oh and, man All um, right. yeah no it, it like it's doing great uh, well i mean it looks great it looks amazing it's mm-hmm. Eight episodes long, the seventh episode just came out, so by... The time this episode comes out, the season finale
0: will be, be coming. coming out. Got it, got it, got uh, it. I
1: got to give this series like a very strong like eight, eight and a half out of ten. All right. It is really, really good. My only complaint, oh, literally only complaint that I really have with it is the fact that, um, well, one, I haven't seen all of it yet. Mm-hmm. And two, um the the dialogue can get a little cheesy at okay. times. Yeah, There yeah. is still like a lot of cheese and camp in the series. But right. Uh, honestly, I'm going to keep it real with you. Um, this series does everything right. Yeah, that the Star Wars sequels should Should've have done. done.
0: Interesting. Like, All
1: right. Okay. They, they continue on the legacy. pay right. Tribute to the old characters, but they're just moving away, on. Yeah, for new characters for new. as well. Yeah. Uh, it it really is just this beautiful, beautiful series. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, Kit. That's the the princess's name. Uh, Kit. Thanalos, played by Ruby Crows. Yeah, she does great. Oh, uh, also, Aaron Kellerman, mm-hmm. who uh, was the Flag Smasher in Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. She's in it. She does a great job. Oh, all um, right. Yeah, and of course, Warwick Davis. yeah, turn attorney as
0: Willow. Yeah, there you go. Always great. Yeah. So. All right. Awesome, man. Well, I like you, man. You know what? I was on the fence about it, man, but you know what? I'm going to give it a shot. I'm gonna give it a shot. Yo, I'm gonna check that out and uh, a couple other shows I'm gonna add to the queue as well. But, uh, but yeah, man. Well, hopefully y'all enjoyed our reviews, man. Definitely had some good ones this week. Of course, check out all of those shows. Check out Willow, Witcher, The Blood Origin. You know, I leave it up to your discretion. And Kaleidoscope on Netflix, man. So, uh, hey, man, do yourself a favor, man. Check those out. Let us know if you agree with our thoughts, or if you don't, or let us know some shows that uh you recommend, man. Because I'm always on the lookout for something new. All right, but I just I'm I'm afraid if it's on Netflix, I don't want to get too attached. So I might just be like, uh, oh, let me.
1: And if it's on anyway, HBO Max, watch it before it's gone. That's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, they they
0: are cutting everything out of there, man.
1: Oh, you, oh, one thing we forgot to mention. What's Didn't that? Did you see that they cut Looney Tunes?
0: Yeah, they cut Looney Tunes. They
1: cut, like, old, like, classic Looney yeah, Tunes? Yeah, they
0: cut them. They cut a lot. I think they cut over, like, a couple seasons of you Looney Tunes. Oh, mothers, like, you. couple hundred, mm. hundred plus episodes, man. Yeah. Mm. Oh, they just doing it now, man. They don't even care. They're like, hey, man, y'all are just going to be upset. Deal with it. That's kind of, that's the way of things are going, I guess, man. It's going to be interesting to see what, this whole merger is officially going to look like. Um and also too, I saw a little news article on like on the on the super techie nerd business side of it that they recently joined up with a new uh ratings system that's supposed to rival uh Nielsen's uh old school way of like you know measuring audience and who's watching it but it's on the streaming thing which is interesting because we never know the true numbers on these streaming platforms what's number one and they're just we're just going by what they say but um but yeah it's just going to be interesting man to see what what hbo max discovery when they combine what it's going to look like and what it's going to mean for everything that's Mm -hmm. going to be on that or be taken away from it so don't know Bugs
1: Bunny for House manor- for House Majority
0: Leader. You want Bugs Bunny? Do it. Let's lead just in the do House. It.
1: That's it. You just sure? The the gridlock that we've got currently going on as of this recording. Just everyone, just write in Bugs Bunny. That's it. That's how you end it. That's it. You you don't need a House Majority Leader. Just put know, Bugs man. Bunny there.
0: I don't know, man. I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm more of a Daffy, man. You know what I'm saying? Ah! I like Daffy. You know why I like Daffy? Daffy don't take no, no mess, man. Daffy's That's true. Just, even though, look, we all know Daffy can do some shady stuff, but at least we know. You know what I'm saying? He don't hide oh, it. Oh, yeah. Daffy will tell you, like, hey, man, I'm out here. I'm all about me, okay? Yeah, everybody else, whatever. But, hey, we'll see, though. But, uh, but again, guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week. That about wraps up another great issue of the comment Section Podcast, issue 206. But before we go, as always, Roger, you want to let the people know where they can find you.
1: Of course, uh, you guys can mainly find me on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, TikTok at flash.photography.cos for my uh, personal slash cosplay content page where I just post whatever and cosplay occasionally uh, in fact I, I gotta get off my butt and work on some stuff cause conventions are coming up oh yeah so convention gotta, season's coming gotta work on that stuff and then for my uh, meme-tacular page you yeah. can follow me at always sunny in Watchmen that's right I will be dropping memes all day every day that is a lie I do not post as much <laughs> as I should
0: but I when I do it is fire It is fire. That's right. Sometimes you got to wait. You got to wait a little bit. You know what I'm saying? It's like home cooking. You got to wait. Everything's not instant. You got to take your time. But, uh, yeah, make sure you do that. Make sure you follow our producer, extraordinaire Reggie C, at Sonic Embassy, where you can check out all of his production expertise, including his podcast, Sonic Embassy Presents. Podcast. Alright. Uh, you can follow yours truly J Rock the Mike on Facebook, Instagram, no Twitter at J R O C D A M I C, and most importantly, follow the comic section all over social media: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and you don't stop. Also, make sure you follow our main site. That's the Comic Section Again, that's the Comic Section Network. Get over there and check out all of the shows, the latest shows, affiliated shows. And while you're there, we were making mention of it. And, of course, if you follow us on social media, you've seen those awesome, exclusive, limited time only, comic section, issue 200 pins that you can rock on your favorite shirt, book bag, whatever, to celebrate our 200 issues. And uh, that was definitely a big deal. So it's up. It's available right now. And, again, it's exclusive because we only made 200 of them. See how we did it. Yeah. So it's, you know, people are, I'm just letting you know if people are buying them, you know what I'm saying? It's I stuff. have one already That's and you right. can pry it off my cold. That's man. right. So if you, if you want it, hey, head on over and I believe it's only $10. All right. So make sure you head over there and use promo code best fans ever to save yourself even more. To so make sure you rock that and other comic section apparel by our good merch friends and partners, the exotic enclaves. Shout outs to them. And um, and I think that's about it. I think so, right? We done wrapped everything up nice and with a bow right there on top. Mm. And, uh, again, thank you guys so much for tuning in every week. Our numbers are going up. Again, thank you guys so much. Continue to tell a friend to tell a friend to let them know your new favorite podcast, period. And nerd podcasts, you know what I'm saying? That's how we do it here. So, other than that, I've been your host, Jason, alongside my co host, Roger. And we'll catch you guys next week for a brand new issue of the Comic Section Podcast. Peace. Kiss my butt, Netflix. <laughs> Sonic Embassy.